good day. You are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the Ted's. Starring the Ted. Start. The. Starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right, welcome back to another uh, episode of The Podcast, The Home Episodes. As always, I'll be your host, Ted Smith. Uh, apparently, you can move the square. We still in the bottom square for me. Good to have a cop. What's going on? <laughs> I didn't know I was down at the bottom. Uh, what's up, everybody? Still casting from the houses, but it's going well. Heading into the Christmas season, feeling it. And uh, I hope you enjoy the show. All right, back there, getting everything set up. Holding his mic in one hand. Matt Conrad, the producer, MCTV. What's up, Matt? Hi, Ted. How you doing? Uh, by the way, let me obviously Christmas Eve is going to be a much smaller event, but uh, you guys are welcome. You're in my bubble. Love it. Well, I was thinking the other day, I was like, between us, and I feel like Rev and Michelle, I mean, I think that's the old school crew. Dude. Here's the thing I realized. No one ever tells you when you're not in their bubble. They just stop calling you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no one's been like, hey, uh, you're not actually in my bubble. They just, you know, go radio silent. It's not like hard le- hard knocks where they call you in to let you know you didn't make the cut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> bring, uh, hey, Cobb needs to see you and bring your playbook. <laughs> oh, for real? I'm out of the bubble? <laughs> I didn't see that one comment. Yeah, seriously. Dude, yeah, that's what's crazy. Like, I, I don't know. You know how, like, when people die, people, like, delete them from their phone or whatever? That's what it, this year sometimes just feels like. People are just like, like, that person's gone. Like, I've removed a lot lot of, ah, dude, God, we can't swear on this cast. I've removed a lot of, lot of uh, former homies. Yeah, I mean, trust me, I've gone through it. I mean, I have friends that'll be back in town at Christmas, but I'm like, and they live in another state. Like they've been doing their thing. I can't. I can't invite them over. That's what I'm saying, man. We got a lot of dumb, low rent motherfuckers running around this iPhone. <laughs> gone, gone with your ass. <laughs> I, I hope. I like in 2021 it'd be like, where you been? I was like, I was in my bubble, bitch. What were you doing? <laughs> we back? I just had to take a bubble time out from you. <laughs> we Gucci, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, man. And those cases are spiked too. 120 something thousand today or whatever. It's like, wow. Whoa. Dude, it's just the way this year goes, right? Like you just, you can't have any good news without bad news. Like, oh, hey, there's a vaccine that's looking positive and cases are spiking. Like, oh, <laughs> dude. I mean, another example, like, oh, you know, depending on your political slant, whatever, but oh, Biden won the election. Like nice transition of power today. Trump was like, we're releasing the new budget for next year. No one's leaving office. Yeah. It's going to get wild, boys. It's going to get <laughs> wild. I will, I will wait to speak on that till we get there. <laughs> okay. Dude, well, okay. Not speaking on that directly, but my question for you is, who who gets involved there? The U.S. Marshals? Because like the Secret Service has to be on the president's side, right? Like Department of Defense? Like it starts to get, you know. I, I again, I I don't know enough. I've had a very busy day. I have not seen all the crazy talk. I can tell you this much: at some point, you're talking about the military, and that's a different thing. And you have to look at actual facts of what's are what's going on, and 
there, you know, there's just not like, there's just not that stuff there. So I think See, sometimes too, like both sides have to calm down. Like I, honestly, like I think it'll just kind of run its course. Remember December 14th, is a very important day. That's when you ratify the electoral college and who gets elected. So I don't know. I think Kyle, between me and you, I think we're on a thread where some people are hoping for chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that thread has been wild. And I know the person you're talking about who lives in Arizona, but that's as I say, that's why you're better at this than me is because you're like, I don't know anything about it. I'm going to refuse to comment. And I'm like, I read half of a tweet. Here's everything I think <laughs> I heard. <laughs> yeah, see, that's why like, what was it like last week? I was walking back from the gym. And I mean, Matt, the thread's going off, and I just hit him with, like, a dude. Like, there's checks and balances. There's state attorneys. Like, let, let, let's wait a little bit. I'm not going <laughs> to. So, some people have been waiting for fires in the street for a while. I'm like, I, I, all right. And also, I live in the area where this stuff happens. So like, <laughs> I'm going to wait and not celebrate the, uh, the chaos, if you will. That's what I was going to say. It's like, Ted's had enough of it this year. You've had riots outside your house, honestly, at least 20 days this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way this isn't cast related but that goodwill in front of your house they're tearing that down to build 170 condos yeah so, i saw that <laughs> look i would be more upset about that but honestly as long as i've lived here i think i've been that goodwill three times oh yeah I got you that shirt there oh the miller light one that miller light pride one yeah yeah i love that thing man those are big find yeah, I, I was stoked about that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, the one little beach chair I used that I took to Burning Man and used out of my deck, I did get that there. Okay. <laughs> the, the Tommy Bahama. I don't, I don't want to brag, but, you know, it was like $5. Is it one of those backpack ones? Yeah, remember like at Burning Man, like we always had the, the regular chairs. There was that one low one that I was always sitting in. Oh, yeah, yeah. What do you call it? It's like low to the ground, got like a tall back. But, yeah, it's, you can connect it and then put it on as a backpack. Mini beach nice. chair, beach it's chair, called. and sweet tank top. Like, sounds like Malibu Beach Party Ted's one stop shop. Right. <laughs> I so love that Miller Lite tank top, clearly has the pride flag on it. Like, I, I rock that thing a few places. Like, not, <laughs> nobody cares in Capitol Hill, but when I was back in Maryland, like, oh, I'm wearing this on the boat today. Let's see if we get it out. <laughs> like, what's somebody gonna say? Like, I guess the only reaction of somebody is like, is that like a gay thing? I'd be like, yeah, I'm super gay. Like, <laughs> I could see somebody whispering someone like he's a bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like a few months ago. Christ, this might have been a year ago. Me and uh, me and as I call him, cousin Sean. I don't know what we were doing. We got all fired up. And then we're standing out in front of my place, and we're shirtless, right? And we're like, ah, oh, we're crazy. And then I just finally looked over at him. I go, I don't think a hairy bear looking dude out here with his clean shaven shirtless buddy. Like, I, I think we think it's funny. I think everybody else is just like, yeah, it's Capitol Hill, whatever. Those guys are having a day. Yeah. Live your life. <laughs> uh, so quick little football talk. I will say Seahawks didn't look so hot, but how about those Maryland Terrapins? I mean, after getting our ass beat in the first week, Beat Minnesota, go up to Penn State, beat Penn State. I mean, got Ohio State this weekend. Good. Who knows? Maryland beat Penn State. Whoop that ass. Wow. Wait, who was the team the first week? You guys got crushed by somebody, right? Who was who that? 
Uh, Northwestern. <laughs> Northwest, dude, that's what that was. Yeah, you and I were watching. That. I was like, I cannot believe what I'm watching. Now you guys got the Buckeyes on the road or at home? Uh, you know, I'm not sure if that's in Ohio State or in College Park. God, if you guys won on the road at the shoe, I might jump on the Terrapin bandwagon after that. I like the Buckeyes, but wow, that would be unheard of. I mean, that could make your year. Yeah, trust me. Beating Penn State's a massive deal because as a Maryland fan, they're a rival. They don't consider us rivals, but like I hate Penn State. <laughs> yeah, they don't consider you rivals because you're losing a Northwestern. Well, they don't consider us rivals either because they beat it. We played every year, and they it was like forty-seven to three or something after fifty years. God, yeah. I'll I, make that four. <laughs> I grew up a Lakers fan, and uh, I saw them play the Blazers down in Portland one time, and everybody was like chanting "beat beat LA" and like just ton of Lakers hatred, like we were their big rivals. And I was like, who are you guys? Like beat LA. That's a Boston thing. And like, we got three or four teams above you as as far as Western conference rivals. Um, but yeah, those one way rivalries are interesting. And I was right in the eye of the storm one, one time down at the Rose garden or whatever it's called. The one way rivalries are kind of sad. You know, I feel like <laughs> at, at, uh, for people who don't know, I went to uh, Boston college. We're in the ACC and we played basketball against Duke and people at BC were very excited for the game and Duke. I mean, they got off the bus and they looked like they didn't even know what town they were in. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, let's go just crush these schmucks. And they did. All right. So Maryland and Duke for a few years in the early two thousands, we were really good at basketball, kind of had a rivalry, right? Like uh, Jay Williams drops like 10 points in the final minute to beat us at home. We, we had, like, a 25-point lead in the Final Four and lost it to Duke. So, like, it was, like, a real intense rivalry. And then one time we were playing at Duke, and those, those assholes started chanting, we're not rivals, when we were beating them. I was just like, oh. <laughs> that's, that's like, that hurts, but it's so good. That is good, man. I literally was thinking of that meme where it's, like, where we started, how it's going. <laughs> it's like where we started like some maryland player dunking on a guy like how it's going like maryland's lost the last nine years to duke <laughs> there was a period oh we're still not that great at football we're getting there but uh, oh by the way i should mention maryland has tug of little brother so that's helping the program a ton okay okay uh, but i remember working at town hall this liquor store as joe would call it a package store slash bar in college park yeah, we beat Duke in basketball, and we were so bad at football that our fans went over to the football stadium, tore down a goalpost, and then burnt burned it on Fraternity Row. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually hilarious, right? Well, yeah, I guess I guess when you tear down a goalpost, we won a game. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good, man. Does <laughs> uh does Maryland have a good basketball stadium? I feel like the stadium makes a big difference, especially in college basketball. Oh, yeah, man. Flash Mob U. What's that? Well, you know, like Flash Mobs, right? Yes. Like Maryland. And if you check my Instagram at the Ted Smith, you'll see the pictures where I was on the court uh, a couple months ago at Xfinity Arena. But we're kind of famous for our Flash Mobs. Testudo, the Terrapin, he'll come out there and then like the music will start going. And like they'll have like sections standing up and doing something. Then another section like Maryland basketball games are wild, dude. That's sick. That sounds fun. 
Yeah. I mean, there was a point where uh, Coach K was like, I'm not bringing my family to College Park anymore. (laughs) Those fans are a-holes. Like, I mean, I mean, look, I don't want to, I don't know if it was the classiest thing, but back in the day, especially in the student section, everybody would have a newspaper, right? So when they announced the other team, you would turn your back to the court and then like shake your newspaper like you were reading it. (laughs) When they announced their last player, everybody would just crumple them up and throw them at the other team's bench. Oh my God. That last part is wild. Well, you got to keep in mind, the bulk of Maryland students are from New York and Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That sounds about right. The level of giving an F is very low. (laughs) Dude, your story checks out. I know a lot of people from North Jersey. Definitely checks out. Yeah, they do not care. No, it's like people from Philly, man. Don't care. They don't, man. And They're the most like, ruthless fans in the country. Oh, by far. I've, I've been to the Eagle Stadium. What's it? Something Link Field, but literally for Army-Navy. I would never go there to watch like a Seahawks game or something. Oh, God. Yeah, same. You'd get killed. Yeah, I mean, they booed Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that literally... Okay, yeah. Everything I know about the Philadelphia fans, like that sums it up right there. It's like... They are so ruthless. They booed fucking Santa Claus. Sorry for swearing, Matt. <laughs> yeah, they booed Santa. I forget the whole story. Jesus. But like, Santa was on the field for some reason, and they just ruthlessly booed him. It's like, gracious, man, this is rough. <laughs> A children, childhood idol? Like, God, if Santa can't... Dude, that's honestly wild to me. <laughs> uh, did you... I know, Ted, you fr- probably heard it. The Bill Burr rant when he was in Philly. Oh, yeah. Yep. You've heard that too, Cobb. Mm-hmm. It's just so funny. The only way to like get a rise out of them is to just like turn around and start screaming and attacking them like only Bill Burr can and just <laughs> trashing all their sports franchises. And then they're like, yeah, like he turned them and that was his tactic. It's incredible. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I don't want to talk out of school here, but like you ever dated somebody that's like, why don't you yell at me? I'm like, because I'm not into that. <laughs> I guess that's what you want. Is that does that make it better? Like I prefer not screaming a girl date. <laughs> Philly, Philly's that girl. Philly's like scream at me, make me feel one. Uh, like, <laughs> it's like verbal <laughs> judo, man. Right. <laughs> These are Ted men- uses their own momentum against them. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love that. I I like like if you. I mean, even for us three, I bet it's rare that you ever heard me actually yell. Like, if I'm, like, yelling, like, it, something, I'm pissed, right? Yeah, very rare. But I will say this. I definitely once, like, I had a girl yelling at me. I sat there and sat there. And then almost worse, I went, okay, are you done? (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah, that'll calm her down. (laughs) I know, in retrospect, (laughs) I know it's not the right call. But you know me, I was like. Not gonna yell, and I just—I mean, it just came out. Are you done? Ted, next time, tell her to calm down. That'll work well, <laughs> dude. You know, it's funny you talk about you yelling. The only thing I can even picture is you saber rattling, taking my. Uh, uh, there's this thing called the stick. That's a massage stick with a bunch of uh, beads on it. Ted was borrowing it from me, and uh, you know, it's for like massaging your legs and your, um, you know, what's called hamstrings and stuff. And 
Ted had this like homeless person camped behind his house who was freaking out his neighbors or whatever. He went out there and hit the massage stick off a dumpster. He's like, hey, get out of here. Like, that's what that <laughs> makes me think of. Yeah, because the girl that runs my building, I like walk out. She's in the office, like scared. And I'm like, what is going on? He's like, there's a guy out there. He won't leave. He's got a blade. Hang on. Let me give him a massage stick, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I hit it like three times. Like, you're leaving now. Boom. Or you will be massaged. Right. And I I went like super gangster from watching TV. He's like, what are you going to do? Call the cops? I said, no, I'm going to call the other guy. (laughs) <laughs> you said that <laughs> we don't call 911 bro right <laughs> ain't that kind of apartment complex <laughs> who are the other guys like well they got 150 cc's and they will be here in no time <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus recognize their helmets they're a lot of animals <laughs> that's all that came out i'm gonna call i'm gonna call the other guys now you're on notice <laughs> Dude, that is intimidating. Like the other guys, like it's so amorphous. You're like, who, like, who are these guys? And what are they up to? Yeah. It doesn't sound good. No, right. It sounded tough as hell. I was pretty happy. I came up with that crazy line. <laughs> Dude, yeah. That's a crazy line. <laughs> Man, now I'm rattling my brain. Like I remember at work a few months ago, I just screamed the F word so loud. Like I, like nobody talked to me for like 10 minutes. I was just frustrated with a computer or something. It was just like, yeah. So it's, it's rare, it, which is funny because back in the day, I mean, I was a hothead and would yell all the time. And I mean, even when I coached, like I don't mind getting loud, like positive way, but man, I just hate yelling. Right. And I remember my brother's gone. So it's me and my cousin, Timmy, we're coaching this, you know, Babe Ruth team and, and we're just getting our butts whipped. Right. We're down, we're coaching baseball. We're down like, I don't know, seven or eight runs. We're about to get 10 runs. And my cousin Tim is trying to move the left fielder or whatever. So finally, I just stand up and unleash. Bobby, left, move, let your other left. <laughs> and he's like, you all right, man? I was like, yeah, well, we had to get his attention. Like, I don't want to be the yeller, but there it is. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. Wait, so what? what when you coached, did you wear the uniform? Uh, at the Matha, yes, because you, you kind of had to. That's what's always gotten me about baseball. It's the only sport where the coaches wear the uniform. Why is that? Like, you don't Good see point. an ice hockey coach out there just fully suited up. Football coach, Pete Caroline out there in a helmet running pads, you know? So, NBA, Phil Jackson, no way. But you get Lou Pinella out there, full Mariners whites. Yeah, and can you imagine like Jeff Van Gundy wearing an NBA uniform? That's the best <laughs> visual I was thinking when Cobb ran through those. It's like, yeah, let's get the basketball coaches out there in the, the baggy shorts, <laughs> the tank tops. Oh, that would be awesome, right? Like the tank tops with the hoods. <laughs> uh, Cobb, to answer your question, baseball does it because, I mean, you're talking 60, 80 years ago, there was a lot of player managers. So the manager always wore the uniform and it just kind of stuck player manager is in the person was playing in the game and also managing the team. Is that what that means? Right. So sometimes oh, okay. the yeah, manager that would actually sense. play. So that's why in baseball, you still like, huh, I mean, I can't, I don't think it's been 50 years since a manager's ever popped off, you know, like, you know what, I'm going to take a crack at it and have a, have an at bat, but they still wear it. With that said, if I could wear one piece of clothing all the time and get away with it, it'd be baseball pants. They're so comfortable. Dude, that'd be awesome. If both, 
coaches tapped in for a second, like one pitches and one is at bat, you know, from opposite teams. I'd respect that in like a, you know, if they wanted to like get some uh, attention for like a nothing game, you know, a Wednesday night game, nothing's going on two teams that aren't in the hunt. That'd be cool. Instead of extra innings. That's how they settle it. No, no. I meant just in the regular play of game, just to get some sports center coverage at some point. Yeah, I mean, it's wild, right? Like, the manager's just like, you know what? It's getting late. We need to lay this bunt down. I'm going in. I'm already dressed for it. Right? And then he doesn't even bunt. He just turns his shoulder and wears one. Stay quiet. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you do it, boys. Stop worrying about those million-dollar contracts and start hitting. Yeah, I don't know. Getting on base. I was going to say start popping pads, but wrong sport. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that is so awesome. Trust me, me and my buddy Alex for years have had this theory. Like, I mean, no offense. Like, but can you imagine Andy Reid fitting into like football? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. And the other good thing, like when I coach baseball at DeMatha, like, you know, granted, I was probably like 300 pounds at this point. So the the jerseys were a little snug, but we had just little pullovers. So I would just wear the baseball pants and the pullover. That's the right move. That's the right move. Uh, all right. Uh, I did want to mention real quick, we had live day today at uh, KSW. I want to give a special shout out to our buddy, Jason, JD, who does all the production and everything. Matt, you know, JD. Yeah. Uh, Cobb, you know, Jason. So we had to read live commercials on the air and then you would like throw it to the next person reading the commercial. Jason worked, first of all, so Gregor from 1077 The End was reading an ad and then the end of it was like, if we can tear him away from F1, now here's the Ted Smith with Kia Puyallup. And Greg just starts laughing like F1. And I mean, I literally just went, yeah, uh, for the record, thanks, Greg. Gregor was the guy that got me into F1. <laughs> <laughs> but Jason worked in an F1 call, a Maryland Terrapins call, which, uh, uh, what's his name? John Fisher was like, what is a Terp? Go Terps? I was like, that's your two and one University of Maryland football team, John. Thank you. <laughs> and Taz was like, and DeMatha alum. I was like, ah, oh, I like it. So just, I was really happy he got in. All That's those dope. <laughs> There's probably like maybe 100 or 200 people that got all those little jokes. I was like, nice. That's so cool. <laughs> That's rad. Yeah. And then Kia Puyallup, I'm doing their commercials and you guys hang out with me in person. You hear me give the spiel all the time about Kia Puyallup because I legit like them and it is a great deal. 20-year, legendary 20-year, 200,000-mile powertrain warranty. Car washes, oil changes, free for the life of the car. But Ryan Sawyer, who owns that place, is a massive Huskies fan. And I kind of forgot about that. So I was throwing it to Taryn. And I was like, and the biggest Washington State Cougars fan I know, Taryn Daly. (laughs) (laughs) Like later, I was like, Ryan's cool. It'll be all right. But... (laughs) (laughs) dude that's god man you know i feel like we just (laughs) between the three of us we have enough like foot and mouth moments it's like you getting caught backstage by juicy j and trying to touch him on the arm or whatever like (laughs) just i don't know like our mouths write checks that our bodies can't cash a lot of the time (laughs) and sometimes honestly like my mouth is writing a check where i'm not sure my brain's caught up you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Calls at the wrong time. Like going back to what we talked about earlier. Are you done? 
like in my mind, it didn't sound nearly that harsh. But when it came out, it was like, oh, that's not going to go well. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's funny, they did a, a bunch of psychological studies on how you can quickly determine if a couple is going to stay together. And one of the main ones is when they're arguing, if one of the two people, if their mood is totally different, like if one of them is laughing and one of them is like really angry, or if one of them is like, super pissed off and one of them's totally just chill like are you done like anytime that their mat emotions are like nowhere near matched very bad sign oh well <laughs> that, that doesn't shock me <laughs> <laughs> so ted when was the last time you saw that girl <laughs> <laughs> it's been years i mean we're cool now but <laughs> yeah Dude, trust me, I've run into that in uh, other situations too, where like somebody just, you know, I kind of called somebody out on something and they just took a completely like, that's not what happened, blah, blah, blah. And I started laughing. They were like, I don't know why you're laughing. This isn't funny to me. And I'm like, I'm not laughing about that. I'm laughing that this is your response to this. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Like, what do you want me to say? And also, that's just a general thing of mine. Cobb, sure, we've been together on certain uh, adventures for like, Sometimes too, if I get nervous, I'll just start laughing. Nervous or slightly angry, you'll go. <laughs> All right, man. Like what? I, I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> it's like a nervous laugh. Sure. <laughs> Cobb, I, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Right? Like I'm, I'm trying here. I, I don't know what. To exactly say. that face you just made. God, I wish people listening could see it. With the two hands up, like ah, ah, and little head tilt. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's I'll say that's the other tell. I'm sure my brother's listening to this. Like if I start talking with my hands, it's like, uh oh, he's getting fired it's up. Not, not a good sign. Ted, you're like a black woman in that way. Like when you when the hands start pumping, it's bad news. Oh, if I start making a point, <laughs> I am not backing off that point. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the hands moving and uh, a different girlfriend I also found out she was like you know how I know you're annoyed with me? I go, how? She's like, you called me honey. I was like, what do you mean? She goes, you never call me honey. But she's like, honey, listen, I am trying. Like, yep, yep. <laughs> like, it's weird. Most people would say honey in a nice term, but apparently when I say it, I've, I've had it up to here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty All funny. right. Uh, before we take a break and get to emails, this is a really stupid question, but has anybody seen this thing going around where you can order a Thanksgiving pie that's like four pies on one? No. So it's no. like a bottom layer of pecan, then like a pumpkin pie, then like a spice pie, and then an apple pie. So it's like one giant cake with four pies in the middle. Whoa. Dude, this is cracked to Matt. Are they, are they full pies or just segments? No, it's like it's like a bunch. It's like four pies stacked on top of each other, and then encased in like one cake. Like a cake. Wow. Okay. No, this is all news to me. See, I think it's too much, man. What a time to be alive. Like I don't mind eating two or three pieces of pie. <laughs> Jesus, two or three pieces of pie, but I'd rather eat them each individually. Yeah, that's a. I mean. 
I agree with what Cobb said, like what a time to be alive. But some I mean, some of that stuff, it's like, really, do I need that? Like, I'm glad it exists. But even for me, that sounds like more than I need. Like, I'm with Ted. Yeah. Can we just get a few different pies and spread them out over a couple hours? Like, For the record, I would just like to note Matt was the guy who was hyped on a burger with donuts as the bun. Yeah, well, hey, me too. I'm not against that. (laughs) Yeah. Where do we draw the line? That's all I'm saying is it's getting ambiguous, boys. I mean, are we into exotic items or not? Because it can't just be, well, that one was way too exotic. Like, I mean, you know. Oh, I know. I'm still very, I'm glad they exist. Like, go humans. You know, Um, what a time to have taste buds. But. That's one where like I'm going to be like, OK, we did it. But, you know, I've never been to the heart attack grill in Vegas either. Yeah, it's like I saw a burger today. There was a meme going around that said I made a salad and screwed it up again. And it was like a good looking double cheeseburger. But then also inside the burger, it had a short rib. <laughs> well, see, I was like, all right, again, drawing a line here. Like I like a short rib is so good on its own. Why are we putting it on a bun with ground beef? Like, <laughs> I don't Ted, know what the line is, Cobb, but we need to have lines. <laughs> Ted, what I love is there was no chain, no difference in the inflection from you. To, like, we've been friends for a long time. I've heard you talk about like, oh, yeah, she was like a pretty good looking girl. Like, there was no difference in inflection between good looking girl and good looking burger. <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly the same. Very shapely burger with a bright future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to hang out with a couple burgers. Banged out party burgers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, we're going to take a break and come back with some emails. All right. Let's read some emails. Okay. Uh, congratulations. I saw that Cobb's popcorn will be doing uh, Nordstrom's during the Christmas season. Uh, if this is wrong, please let me know. Otherwise, congratulations. Uh, that is right, actually. Yeah, we're going to be in a bunch of Nordstrom's. Thanks, Steve. Um, yeah. Very pumped about it. We're going to be in, like, I think 20 stores. Uh, New York, Chicago, um, all the big fun ones. And then, like, a couple weird ones, like Tampa. But pretty sweet. Uh, two, what is your favorite Christmas song? I have two. Xmas by Corey Taylor and Chuck Billy from Testament and other musicians doing Silent Night. Uh, it may not be Ted or Cobb's taste, but I know Matt would love it. See you all next year, hopefully. Stevie, the Packers fan. Actually, the Corey Taylor one's pretty good. Yeah. I generally go more like old school. Like my ultimate song is always uh, Nat King Cole, the Christmas song. I feel oh, like yeah. it's the best version of that. And then I really like uh, uh, Springsteen and that Christmas song. I'm pretty much into anybody except I'm not a Buble guy. I feel like he always comes up big. He does. Also, I got to say, 98 degrees, this gift. Where do you start <laughs> Christmas jam? I'll go, I'll match you. Run DMC, Christmas and Hollis. Oh, that's a good call. Christmas and Hollis is dope. Yeah, good Christmas song. Oh, Ted, this is right up your alley. Weed tips. Hey, guys, I've recently started smoking weed on a more regular basis. Do you guys have any tips on how to survive the munchies? Trying to cut down on calories, uh, but I just can't resist the snack cupboard when I get high. Thanks. Jordan, the Canadian craft beer guy. 
Well, first of all, if you just started smoking weed, I got bad news for you. The, the munchies are never as rough as they are when you first start out. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, I would say soda water is your friend. Number one, it's water. Number two, it's got bubbles. It's like cracking a beer or a soda. It fills you up. But I mean, other than that, you're still going to snack. Just try to keep healthier stuff around. Bingo. Yeah, I was just going to say this time of year, like get some honey crisp apples, keep them out. If you like them cut up, cut them up ahead of time and, you know, keep them ready. Um, and yeah, just try and find stuff. To, there's a lot of delicious, healthier foods that taste really good with the munchies. And this time of year, honey crisp tops the list for me. Yeah. And again, if you're just starting, it's tough. Like I remember when I first started smoking weed, when I moved out here, it's just like, you just go through garbage food all the time. It's like, I need these chips. Like, hang on. We don't need salt and vinegar chips and orange juice. That's just weird. <laughs> Apparently we hate our tongue. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Jordan, when I started smoking marijuana cigarettes, I had an alter ego. Oh, my voice just cracked. <clears throat> And an alter ego named Insatiable Hunger. And it honestly, I could not be satiated. I would just eat mostly, if anyone's from Bellingham, pizza pipeline nonstop. It was delicious. So I would say maybe embrace it for a couple of weeks and then, you know, and then switch it off. I don't know. These guys are right. It's really tough when you first start. So what are you do? I wish I had a better answer, but I'm just like, yeah, when you first start smoking, it's just like, how are people doing this and not just eating all the time? I I appreciate Cobb's philosophical reframe, though, of like, yeah, just go, go for it, man. <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah, go ahead. there's something to be said for that. Um, but yeah, otherwise, uh, yeah, there's all the food tastes better when you're high. It's not just the unhealthy food. That's what I've noticed. You, you guys remember that uh, Papa Murphy's take and bake spot? Yeah. Ted, have you had it? You're an East Coast guy. It's a West Coast thing. Oh man, I love Papa Murphs. Okay, dude. So my uh, so my one of my customers at I worked at this hookah lounge up in Bellingham. One of my customers was a weed dealer, and I didn't really smoke weed, but he was also the weed dealer to a guy who worked at a Papa Murphy's. And so the move was we would roll from the hookah lounge over to Papa Murphy's. The dude would hook him up with a crazy multi-layer pizza. That, Cause the employees got one free pizza per shift. So this guy would save them up and hit us with like three of them stacked up with all these crazy ingredients, whatever, go to his house, smoke weed, eat some ridiculous pizza. that was like a lasagna. Jordan highly recommend 10 out of 10. Yeah. Honestly, to me, the perfect pizza, Papa Murph's half Hawaiian, half pepperoni. Like <laughs> you can cut it in a certain way that you can get a slice. That's literally half and half. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if we're talking pizza, I just discovered this thing recently at Mod Pizza. There's a bunch of them popping up. And I love Mod because you can put whatever you want on the pizza. It's the same price. They've got pre, pre-made pre options or you can customize. You can customize anything. It's all the same price. But their crust is very thin. So you can only take so much advantage of these like unlimited topping options. They have a thing called Mega Dough which is thicker. So you can just go to town on the toppings. I mean, I think we had like 14 earlier or something like that. It's insane. Jesus. Same price. Same price. Dude, that might be the best hack of 2020. If that's real. Wow. That's what I'm saying. They're everywhere. Yeah. Mod pizza is all over the place. 
you do pay like an extra dollar or two for the pizza to be mega dough, but you can just go unlimited on the toppings and get real creative. Dude, that reminds me of like when the quesarito hit. Y'all remember that thing? <laughs> yes. Quesarito? The quesarito was like a, a, if I remember right, it was a Chipotle hack. Maz, that accurate? Where um, you could, go ahead. Yeah, I think so. Where basically an employee would lay down a tortilla, cover it in cheese, then make your regular burrito with a separate tortilla, and then wrap the first burrito in the cheese-covered tortilla and then somehow warm it up where all that cheese was melted around it. Anyway, what a time to be alive. Like we said, (laughs) what's up fellas. (laughs) Dude, those are the three things you can use to get through any conversation where you don't really care about the outcome. It's like one, what a time to be alive. Like two, Oh, that's crazy, bro. Or three. I hear you. (laughs) <laughs> they mean nothing. They cost you nothing. I use them all the time and people definitely feel heard. Like, oh, I hear you, bro. <laughs> it means nothing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, what's up, fellas? What a crazy weekend, huh? Tough loss for the Hawks. So when it comes to Christmas uh, gifts, I was with Matt. I want golf balls and a new putter. LOL. Yeah. By the way, Matt, uh, your golf guy, he's in Redmond, right? I'm heading up to Blaine next weekend and think about hitting up this dude. Have a good week, guys. Steve, your FedEx driver. Nice. My golf guy? Your golf ball hookup. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Golf ball Gilbert. Yes, he is in Redmond. Um, Bellevue, Redmond kind of area. But, yeah, uh, you can just send me a message on Instagram at the other MLK, and I'll make sure you get his contact info. He's a great guy with great deals on golf balls. Ted, I'm just going to peel off a couple subject lines and you tell me what you want to hear. Crystal meth, turkey legs, back to basics, accident porn, all I want for Christmas, no subject. We got to start with turkey legs. You got it. Uh, it's from Dom to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. I'm still here. I still listen every single week, but believe it or not, I prefer to fly under the radar in life. I seriously get shaky and queasy when you're just reading my emails. You know, probably the complete opposite of how Ted is uh, during public speaking events. Cobb, how was my penmanship? It was excellent, Dom. Ted, right? I don't even eat turkey. I'm just a good sister who pretends to know what she's doing in the kitchen. I've been buying from this co-op that started helping farmers when farmers started having a tough time uh, selling product to places that were shut down during the pandemic. They offered turkey legs a couple weeks back. My brothers drooled. Turkey legs will uh, we will have for Thanksgiving, I guess. And they're huge, like pterodactyl size. Like there might be six legs that make up that 30 pounds. I guess we'll just pretend we're in Disneyland and end this magical year. XOXO, Dom. I still think the key word here is braising. Right, because it's a giant hunk of turkey. Like I feel like there's a way to braise it. You know what I mean? Like some kind of liquid that you cook over time. It's got flavor in it. I think that's that I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really know what braising is, but when you say that, I think of broiling is what's the difference. No. So like you ever get like tacos or whatever, even if you come over here and eat like my chicken tacos, right? Like how it's like in salsa. So it's like wet in there and stuff. That's like braising something slow cooked. Some type of kind of slow wet cook type scenario. But yeah, Dom, oh. Google that. Braised chicken legs. I think that's going to be the way to go. Now listen, 
these motherfuckers are gonna take a while to cook, all right? He's a big boy. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, it's gonna take a minute. Right. Like you gonna have to get up early on Chris on uh, Thanksgiving Day, man. Like you better be watching the parade when it starts on the East Coast. Dude, and the thing is, Dom, I'll vouch for Ted. We I don't even remember what we had a couple weeks ago, like turkey meatballs or something like that. Ted got up at two in the morning or three in the morning to put these in for us to watch a game at like noon the next day. So I will say Ted walks the walk when it comes to these long-term braises. Yeah, for sure. I think we were having turkey chili, man. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, the turkey chili. Yeah. Um, all right, Ted. Veggies after after a Friday night Zoom. It's lucky I didn't lose a finger. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ted. Back to basics. No subject. Crystal meth. Accident porn. All I want for Christmas. B two B two B twenty twenty one. Let's go, boys. Back, back to, to basics. basics. Hey, boys. Just want to say that I would buy the hell out of a great crew neck with back to basics on it. Yeah. Uh, you guys have to open up the merch shop, the greatest merch, sh- merch shop in all the land. All the land. <laughs> Recently relocating and switching to a new jujitsu gym, back to basics has been my mantra. Filling the fundamental gaps in the knowledge is my main priority until comp- uh, competitions open back up and ultimately will propel me further in the future. Thanks, guys, for all you do. Alfie, a.k.a. Pujitsu. Hell yeah, Alfie. I'm sure there's a story there that's is he, did he move physically or is he just switching gyms? Ooh, tough to tell. I'm going to say switching gyms from that email. And All Pooh right. was spelled like Winnie the Pooh. I'm always, I'm always, I'm always, uh, always have questions about that. Cause like it's a big deal to move a gym, not like a physical gym you work out in, but like a gym you train in. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, that's like the, like the even more intense version of like switching barbers. Like even something like that, I feel like it's a big deal. Yeah, for sure, man. I've only had three in my life. Dude, okay, I'm glad you said that because people think I'm crazy. I had the same barber from my first haircut until I was like 20. I did too, man. Phil Mantuto in White Oak. <laughs> Dude, love it. Andy's new creations. Shout out, Andy. Retired from the game, went out a legend. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no subject, crystal meth, accident porn, or all I want for Christmas. Oh, I'm stuck. Matt, help me out here. Do we go crystal meth or accident porn? Dude, we already did accident porn and crystal meth sounds really exciting. I'm going to go crystal meth. We're going to go. We're going to do crystal meth. Yeah, we're doing crystal meth right now here on the home episode 27. Tuesdays are getting wild. Boys, I had no idea that song was about meth. Just listen to it again. Yep. Says it right there. Says a lot of stuff. I don't know what I thought the lyrics were now that I know the real ones. That's all, boys. LARP on. TJ. Mm. If you guys remember, we were talking about uh, that song that's like... Semi-Charmed uh, Life. Semi-Charmed yeah. Life. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. And highly recommend reading the lyrics on that one while, while you listen to it. The whole thing is a big party. I will tell you this. Oh, yeah. On the other end, don't ever look up the lyrics behind uh, Phil Collins' songs. Like, I always really liked Phil Collins. And then, like, I read that he's like, he's like a real sad, he's like melancholy. I was like, oh, no. This oh, yeah. Ruined some of this music for me. <laughs> Dude, I, I will give one positive Phil Collins quip, which is, you know, in that 
song in the air tonight. He says like, I've been waiting on this moment for all my life, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, In Richard Branson's book, apparently Phil Collins was a taxi driver in London and Richard Branson, the guy who started Virgin Galactic and Virgin Airlines, he was a record executive at that point and hopped in the back of Phil Collins taxi. Phil Collins recognized him and was like, Hey, can I play my demo for you? And the guy's like, yeah, sure. Whatever, man throws in, in the air tonight on a tape in his cab, played it for him, signed him right there. That's how Phil Collins became Phil Collins. That's what I read in Branson's book. I've never researched it to see if that's true, but it sounded pretty good. I mean, that's a pretty legit source. Yeah. The, the head of so, Virgin Records. Yeah. Also, so record, people can fact check me, but I believe that's what happened. Sorry, if you're Jack. ever in London, take a black cab. Those dudes are trained and know everything about the city. Like it's like having a tour guide every time you get in a black cab. Dude, I've seen, I've read some fMRI studies on those guys and, uh, yeah, that their brain changes because they, they have to take tests for remembering the roads in the city and their the, the actual connections in their brain change to increase the blood flow to their visual spatial memory. Pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah, those guys are legit. Agreed. Um, all right, boys. Uh, we can either take one from Carson the lawyer, all I want for Christmas or accident porn. Final email. Ooh. Carson. Got it. No brainer. Gentlemen, it's a popcorn off. As I've mentioned previously, my lady friend and I have a birthday tradition of touring multiple restaurants with similar offerings, e.g. burger tour, chicken sandwich tour. Because of the pandemic this year, we hoped to replace our usual dine-in walking tour with a mail-order head-to-head, steel cage, death match of deliciousness. deliciousness. Smith, family popcorn versus Cobb's gourmet popcorn. I thought I remember Cobb mentioning that his store does mail orders, but I don't see anywhere on his website to place an order. That is accurate. We do not do mail orders, but we are available in Nordstrom. Holla. Although I don't, do you know where he's at, Ted? What part of the country he lives in? Not right now. I'll say San Diego. Um, I, I'm not sure if we're in the San Diego stores. I know we're near Stanford. Uh, question one, Cobb, do you ship orders? And if so, how does one submit a mail order? We do not. Um, but if you, uh, I'll try to respond to your email, see if we can figure out a way to make this happen. Um, question two, assuming Cobb ships orders, which flavor is the MVP of each operation? We plan to, plan to buy two flavors from each shop, uh, one that both offer, likely cheddar, and the flavor that Ted and Cobb think are the best from each menu. MCTP, if Ted or Cobb can't pick a singular best flavor, which seems entirely plausible, you're called on to be the ultimate arbiter and oh. uh, make the difficult final decision. Stay safe and sane, gents. Carson, the lawyer. So as somebody that's last name Smith and good friends with Cobb, I will tell you both cheddars are delicious. That's a smart, smart move to start with. Now from Cobb's, I will always go brown butter. That to me is the number one. It's my favorite. From Smith Family Popcorn, I would get the Chesapeake, which is a caramel corn with a light dusting of the Chesapeake seasoning. <laughs> nice. For me, yeah, it depends on what you're into. I would probably recommend either brown butter and sea salt which is kind of our classic vanilla salted caramel i feel like we're known for or my current favorite is one that we only kind of do on limited edition which is white cheddar jalapeno i don't know why but i'm about that action i've noticed it hits with like men about like 28 to 40 so if you fall in that range white cheddar jalapeno might be for you 
Yeah, the white cheddar jalapeno is real good uh, if you guys do it. I really like the cheddar. I don't think you guys don't do the tuxedo anymore, do you? Nah, man, took way too long to make. Yeah, I remember. I remember hearing that. Um, but that was always a fun one, just as it was covered in a bunch of chocolate. Um, but yeah, the brown butter sea salt is is really like I feel like the the classic staple, and rightfully so. It's just really good popcorn. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up for the emails. I now want some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's check in with Matt and see what's Mattin. All right. <laughs> um, it's just funny to me. I'm like, God damn, man. Like, I have popcorn options all the time. Like, now I really want some. And do you have any at the house? I do not. Both no. products are very good. I try not to keep them around the house. It don't last long. <laughs> There's um, a magnet between my hand and the bag of popcorn. <laughs> Subatomic energy fields. It's wild stuff. Right. Um, can't explain it. Um, so, well, the first thing I got to talk about, it's kind of an ongoing thing, is this is my first year doing it. We're 10 days into No Nut November. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You can see why I didn't want to jinx myself last week when we talked on the third. Uh, <laughs> God, and he's got the girlfriend sitting right next to him on the couch right now, too. Wow. Yeah. Bold. Yeah. Um, so that's just just everything's been really weird. Apparently, even when I don't go watch porn or to handle my business, um, I like having the options and there's a lot of random things that'll just make me want to. And so coming to grips with that has been just a really interesting internal journey. I think that's the wrong (laughs) term. I think you're doing it wrong, bro. (laughs) Dude. Okay. So, so I just wanted to set the stage because the other day, I just woke up. I don't know what was happening in my dream or what was going on, but I woke up and I was just banging the bed. Just, yeah. I, I don't know. Why do you say yeah like that, Ted? Uh, between boxing back in the day and some meditation stuff, I have taken months off. And like, like I've had those dreams where you're just like basically dry humping a bed. I also had a dream once where I was in a cage fight with a girl and then we ended up having sex. Like, a lot of the emotions got tied up together. Wow. All right. So you're tough, man. You're used, you know, you got the you got stuff on the brain. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's just been an interesting experiment. Um that checks out. I'm glad to know I'm not alone. I mean, like my girlfriend was next to me on the other side of the bed. Um, she was still asleep, but I was like, Did you see me banging the bed when I woke up? And she's like, No. And then it's like, damn it, I just told you. But uh, I thought it was really out of the ordinary. So that's a relief. Um, or lack an ongoing thing. And then uh, went to the Arboretum for the first time this weekend. Nice. Arboretum's dope, dude. Yeah. Never been. Um, it's a great spot. Cobb, I feel like I've heard you talk about it before. Yeah, I used to live next to it. There's like over, uh, I don't even know, hundreds of species of trees in there. I mean, they have everything. There's like redwoods in there. There's a bunch of crazy stuff. Yeah. What's the one, uh, the monk, monkey puzzle? You guys know those ones? Yeah, we always call them monkey trees. 
But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there's like the two of them. Uh, yeah, it was it was incredible. So I just was was blown away. It's just like a gem that's been kind of like hiding in my backyard for all this time, and like I'd heard about it or whatever, but just going there for the first time, and you know the fall colors were out, the clouds looked dope. It was just a great way to spend a Saturday afternoon. Like that, spring is great there. I believe that. Yeah, there's a few spots where we were like, I feel like in spring, this this little thing right here is going to be popping off. Cool. Yeah, and like it was cold this weekend, but like blue skies, like it, it was a beautiful weekend. Yeah. Hoodie season. Hoodie season. I'll take it every day of the week. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. All right. Well, I mean, look, spending time in the Arboretum. So it was going to be a solid weekend in my book. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we were supposed to take two breaks. We did not. So we'll take a late break here before oh. we it. Finally looked down at my list and was like, I literally wrote, take a break, two breaks. Oh, there was there was an option. I mean, you announced it, so we'll just do it then. But when you switched to live day, there was a pause where I could have put one in at like the 22 minute mark. All right. But well, when I bring it back, I'll explain that either there was a break there or there wasn't. Perfect. Wait. We'll have fun with this one. <laughs> so are we back for a break? I don't know. Sometimes the producer, MCTP, puts him in where he needs them. So maybe we are, maybe we aren't. But either way, it's about that time. <laughs> Cobb topic. Cobb topic. Nice to have a couple of cocktails and play it fast and loose with the uh, commercial breaks. Um, All right. I just, uh, you know, I recently, I moved down into Belltown. There's no grocery store nearby. It's changed my, uh, there's no grocery store near my house. It's changed my living situation a little bit. And because of that, I feel like I've been like, my meals have changed. And so I was just kind of, well, really this is more of just a dig for information, but, uh, Basically, for people out there, you know, we're working long days at the popcorn shop because we're leading up to Christmas, which is our busiest season of the year. What's your favorite, I don't feel like cooking, meal to make? Right now, all I've really got going for me is like a a white hot quesadilla game, cold cereal, which isn't really even a meal, and uh, a hot dog sandwich. So talk to me. I mean, Matt's had a conversation with me on Wednesday nights for like a year where sometimes he'd be like, what are you eating tonight? I'm like, a bag of brown rice and a can of tuna. <laughs> so like, for whatever reason, a can of tuna or like a bag, like those are always just the easiest for me. And generally you can grab that stuff anywhere. Now granted, might add a little hot sauce to that can of tuna and, you know, have some rice around, but that that's always kind of my go-to. Like sometimes, I don't know. Like that one just always seems simple. Even when I lived in Baltimore, me and Burris would do that all the time. We were like children. We'd eat, Raw cans of tuna and uh, applesauce. <laughs> I love that. Um, do you have a microwave cob, dude? Full setup now, man. Oh, okay. Um, so most of the time, like I like to do like a, a one of those bagged pastas that you can just throw in the pot, and then it's just like one pot. You turn it on, and then you like make a salad on the side, like. I don't consider that too much preparation for like a legit meal. Um, yeah. But there's a microwave 
version. There's like they have these microwavable veg vegetable based ones that are like Bluebird is the brand. And uh yeah, they're like for the microwave. I used to eat them all the time at the station in the middle of the night. And I I still love those things. Um, and so that's no pan because you just throw the bag in the microwave and dump it out into the bowl. But if you can manage one pan, yeah, I think there's like Bertoli. Um, but there's a lot of like real simple frozen things you just throw in the pan and sit there for 15 minutes or whatever. Yeah, I don't have a microwave. So mine are generally like kind of simpler, but like, I don't know. You can always, I always like, I don't mind like boiling an egg or two or, God, I feel like a child again or having some cottage cheese. I'm either a child or old. Some are stuck in between. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, all right. Well, yeah, for the people out there, just email us literally the word email at thepodcast.com. Let us know. What's your favorite? I don't feel like cooking meal to make. By the way, Cobb, you got to get in the dance game. What, what that is. Dan's Market over on 3rd, man. That's the spot. It's like it's not a full grocery store, but it's not a corner store either. Ted, I got some news for you, my man. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Don't say it. All right. I won't say it. Is Dan's gone? I'm pretty sure Dan's is, has been gone for like a year and a half. No. For real? Let's take a look. I know there's one that went away. Um, looks like there's one in Leavenworth. Dan's Belltown Grocery. Ooh, I can't tell. Uh, no, I do. I think it might be still alive. I'm thinking of, um, dude, what was the one that was like, was it Ken's? There was one over there on like fifth that closed. They had like the big fruit on top. Oh yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh, it's not Ken's. It was a guy's name. That place is big in California. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know anything about Dan's. Where's that out? Oh, Ted, I live the block next to your old place, by the way. So Dan's is over on third, like third and bell. Okay, nice. Yeah. Dude, I like this energy. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at their photos right now. World famous since Ralph. 1989. Ralph's used to be, Ralph's is now a Rite Aid. Yeah, that's Ralph's right. But trust me, when you live in Belltown, when you live there for a minute, you know Dan's is the spot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, there we go. Uh, we'll be back next week. And then, I don't know, next week I'm going to be fired up, probably talk about Thanksgiving kind of stuff. Uh, I would say go Terps, go Hawks. Also, next week you brought up Bluebird Frozen Foods. I might get into the whole history of that. It's pretty interesting stuff. And it goes back to the original Post family. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've, somehow I thought the Maryland Terrapins were always going to tie in. It's either going to be the Terps or it's someone from DeMatha. Either way, thanks already for listening. Uh, Yeah, there you go. Another uh, home episode. Uh, Stay safe out there. Put your mask on. You know, follow the rules. Let's let's get through the holidays together and healthy. So for MCTP, for Kyle, for me, Ted Smith, this is the podcast. Cheers.